This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Occupy Pro Wrestling gets by with a little help from its friends, partners, and supporters like you. Check out the links to our merch, our Patreon, and much more over at occupyprowrestling.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Occupy Pro Wrestling, the podcast with more attempts at a comeback than an ECW reunion show. I'm your host, Alex Smiley, taking you on yet another journey through the wild and crazy art form known as professional wrestling. I've got a lot of great stuff in store for you this episode, but before we can get this podcast started, we need to get our plugs in. As always, you can find everything to do with Occupy Pro Wrestling over at our website, OccupyProWrestling.com. There you'll find the latest articles, posts from our site partners, and the newest edition, the OPW Community, an old school way of bringing fans together. There you'll find discussion topics, games like Mafia, and for those of you that are into a little hobby known as e-fetting, we have EW Planet and the experts and so much more. There's something for everybody over at OccupyProWrestling.com. You can subscribe to the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcasts, and so much more. Chances are if it has podcasts in the name, you'll be able to subscribe to Occupy Pro Wrestling. You can find Occupy Pro Wrestling on social media, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, all under Power the Number 2, The Smarts. You can subscribe to us on YouTube. Unfortunately, we don't have a Snapchat just yet. Maybe one of these days. One of the ways you can support Occupy Pro Wrestling is to go to whatamaneuver.net and search the Occupy Pro Wrestling shop for all the latest merch, including our latest design, Smarco's Wrestling Life. You can also go to shop.occupyprowrestling.net where you'll find buttons, stickers, magnets, and more. You can pre-order a snapback or even purchase a merch club starter kit for just $5. Last but not least, you can support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash occupyprowrestling. There you can support us for as little as a dollar a month and get all kinds of goodies depending on how much you pledge. We like our friends at Wrestling Mayhem Show who support us for a dollar a month. Thank you guys so much for your support. This week's episode is a little bit shorter, but there's still plenty of time to do Partner Spotlight. If you'd like to be a site partner, be sure to contact me on Facebook or Twitter at Power, the number two, the Smarks. You can find lots of new articles and other media at the Indie Corner, Single Lake Takedown, and WrestleView. To get started, be sure to check out the links at OccupyForWrestling.com. Speaking of podcasts, my friends at MFX just released a new episode. Be sure to check it out and much more over at mfxpodcast.com. My friends at the Wrestling Mayhem Show are putting out new content throughout the week, such as Mayhem Underground, the Wrestling Mayhem Show, and Indie Mayhem Show. Find that and more at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. My buddy Sean has been having a lot of fun with some new videos over on his Facebook page, such as the No Wrestling Questions interview that he just did with Buggy Nova. Be sure to look for Deshaun's Two Cents on Facebook for more. In case you haven't seen it, 80s Mania Wrestling came out with a new game recently, 80s Mania Wrestling Returns. There are a lot of new features to the game, so be sure to check that out over on the App Store for Apple and Google Play Store. 
My friends at OSW recently began Season 8, and after a very fun Invasion event, all eyes are on Ring of Dreams. Be sure to check out the latest at weareosw.com. After nearly a year, the Occupy Pro Wrestling Podcast is back, and I am so excited to be doing this again. A lot's changed both in wrestling and in my life uh, since the last episode, and rather than try to cover it all now, I'm just going to go ahead and go through a couple quick announcements and then go straight into this week's interview. First announcement, in case you missed it at the beginning of the show, is that Occupy Pro Wrestling is now a part of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. And as a fan of the Wrestling Mayhem show for almost six years, and having worked with Sorg and the crew on different things like the Wrestling Mayhem show t-shirts, the IndieWrestling.us website, and just all sorts of stuff, it's really nice to be a part of the actual podcast network at this point. Uh, very happy to really kind of integrate things with, with that crew. So Sorg, thank you again. I'm very excited to be a part of the family, so to speak, officially. Uh, so yeah, thank you. The other announcement I'd like to make is that I'm planning to do a lot more content going forward. Uh, obviously, the uh, podcast itself is a big priority. I try to do that more regularly than I have been, uh, considering it's been almost a year since the last one. I think even once a month would be nice, but I would love to try to do uh, two times or more a month. We'll figure that out as I go. But very excited to also be doing some more content on top of that. Uh, obviously, more stuff on the uh, social media would be nice. Uh, you can see a lot more posts from me on the Facebook and Twitter. And also doing some reviews of various wrestling-related media. Because there's a lot of stuff to enjoy from pro wrestling and even beyond just the wrestling shows. I recently had a chance to buy a few wrestling-related media items and very happy to be looking at them and giving them reviews, possibly for the YouTube channel. But at least for bonus content on the podcast feed. We'll figure that out as we go. Uh, I recently pre-ordered the uh, the Young Bucks Stand Hall, the children's book that was written by Matt and Nick Jackson and illustrated by Dylan Coburn. Uh, and I actually just received that in the mail. I believe I got that to, I'm thinking I got that today or yesterday uh, to kind of time date the kind of date this podcast a little bit. I just got it within the last day or two, and I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but I'm very excited to, because I think it's really cool what these guys have done, and this particular version is the soft cover, as mentioned on Being the Elite, and it does include the all-in commemorative edition poster, and I think that's really cool. Uh, so I'll probably take some pictures of what I have and kind of post them on the social media in the next day or two. Uh, I also used the, the code that they had available and was able to get a little bit of savings on the book Wrestling Dreams, written by Colt Cabana and illustrated by Erica Weiss. And this one's a hardcover book and looks really awesome. And so yeah, uh, congrats to Colt and the Young Bucks on doing some very awesome things with children's literature. And I think that's really cool that they kind of branched out and did that kind of stuff. So yeah, my goal is to do more content like that in the near future. Now with all that said, I'm going to go ahead and get us straight into this week's interview. This was a very interesting and very fun interview for me, 
because usually I will interview fellow fans. Uh, last episode I interviewed Kate Nix and Liberty Park about the gorgeous ladies of burlesque. But this time around, I actually got to talk to a pro wrestler. So this was a very different, very fun experience for me. Uh, I got to speak with Kevin Lee Davidson, or KLD, from the Glory Pro promotion out in St. Louis. Now, Occupy Pro Wrestling is a sponsor for a couple matches for a couple of their shows coming up. The most uh, current one being that this Sunday is the Resurgence show. Uh, up in Swansea, Illinois, and Occupy Pro Wrestling sponsors the Hoss Battle, as I like to put it, between KLD and Shigehiro Ari, and we had a lot of fun talking about that match coming up, as well as kind of what kind of got him started in wrestling, and even a little bit about uh, his time in the NWL in St. Louis. Uh, so with all that said, we're going to go ahead and go straight into this week's interview with KLD. Hello everyone, my guest today is a man I would consider a big man on campus, standing in an impressive 6 foot 4 and weighing in at 348 pounds. Uh, over in Glory Pro, he's a member of hashtag no new friends, and he is in action this Sunday at the next Resurgence show when he takes on DDT legend Shigehiro Iri. Ladies and gentlemen, he is KLD. Kevin Lee Davidson. Welcome to the show, sir. Uh, no problem, Alex. Thanks for having me. Um, so it's, it's great to have... Uh, just for a quick context, this is my first time actually having a wrestler that I'm interviewing. Usually I, I, I chat with other fans, so it's going to be an interesting experience, I think. But oh, I'm happy, cool. yeah, yeah. happy to be doing this. Uh, so I'm actually going to be borrowing a question from my friends over at the Indie Mayhem show. Uh, so the first question is, what is your earliest memory of professional wrestling? Earliest memory? Uh, I remember random random Saturdays watching. My, my grandma lived with me growing up, so I always remember the random the random Saturday morning shows, the random WCW Saturday nights. But like, I remember the first, probably one of the first moments I actually remember was the, the Iron Man match at WrestleMania 12 with Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels was probably like the first, like, actual like oh i remember what's going on in professional wrestling if that makes sense like it is right what's actually going on not just watching it so yeah that that is the first one and i remember um then when the nwo popped off at bash at the beach i think i guess that was 96 as well mm-hmm. um yeah those, those are my first like two earliest memories of wrestling so yeah probably around like right when i was about six years old i watched it always growing up but Probably, probably that 1996 when I was about six years old is when I remember actually like the earliest memory of knowing what's going on in the world of professional wrestling. Right, right. That's that's awesome. Uh, you no, know, personally, I didn't quite know about it until I was a little bit older in the teens years. So that's cool that you got to experience all that at an early age. Uh, so uh, yeah, what, she was great. It was great yeah. having her in house growing up. So yeah, that's awesome. So at, at what point then did you feel like the calling to become a wrestler? Um, well, I have always kind of been involved in the entertainment industry. I used to be an independent concert promoter when I was, when I was 19 up until, uh, I guess when I was 24, 25, I remember I was watching the movie, the wrestler when I was about 23, I want to say. And it was one of those things. I, it's something I've always wanted to do, obviously growing up. And it was one of those times where I kind of had that moment where I'm like, man, 
it's kind of, it's kind of like now or never, you know. So right. I ended up starting started training in late late 2013 for for about a month month and a half before I had to hit the road for a little bit, you know, doing the music industry stuff. And right, right. kind of when I got back when I got back from that trip, I guess I guess it was like March, late March, early April 2014 is when I really buckled down and started taking the training a little more serious and you know actually trying to get myself out there. I was actually involved with a um, uh, a concert venue here in St. Louis, and I actually uh, kind of removed myself from that situation just because I knew it was kind of holding me back. Like, I mean, uh-huh. it's it nothing I had to do, you know, by any means, but it was something that, like, I, I knew I, I if I if I kept kept myself involved in certain aspects of life, I wouldn't be able to progress in wrestling. So I really kind of just bet on myself and you know bet on my love for professional wrestling to you know really make sure that you know I'd be okay. And I'm, I'm I can't say I'm disappointed with any of my decisions so far. So. Yeah, I think it was about, about 2014, 2015 is when I really kind of bet on myself. So, like, all right, this is, this, let's make this happen. Okay, that's awesome. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So, I get, okay, so what have been some of your favorite moments so far? Either what you've seen, like, other people do, or maybe from your own career? Um, Man, there's a million, million moments <laughs> that matter for, diff- for different reasons, you know, but I mean. Uh, my Ring of Honor debut was, you know, definitely something I hold in high regards. Um, nice. My first trip, I t- my first trip uh, to England and Italy over in Europe holds a special place. That was great. Um, I just did like a month long tour in Canada, where I met Jake the Snake, and we were road buddies and hotel buddies and all that. And he's one of my great, great, great closest friends now. So I'm really happy I got to do that tour for that reason. Just you know, nice. the, the people, you, the people you get to meet, and the fans you get to meet along the way, just they make they make it so special in like a million different ways. So it's hard to really you know pinpoint moments, but oh, those yeah. are a few of the moments that really stand out to me like as, as a performer. So. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I've I've noticed that just as a fan, like you know, there's there's such a great community of the fellow fans and even you know wrestlers, and when we all kind of work together. It, uh, kind of grows the whole business, as it were. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah, no question. Um, so you mentioned your Ring of Honor debut. Can maybe talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, um, a bunch of the, the the guys that I were in class with when we were training, we uh, we used to go help out like a lot of the Ring of Honor shows around the around the country. And uh, you know, once in a while we get lucky and we you know hit a dark, we get you know the pre-show dark match, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, mm-hmm. we got. Like, a ton of experience doing that stuff sometimes like i I got to i remember wrestling will ferrara we had a really really fun match uh here in st louis actually in the ring of honor date i think it was january 2016 so that was that was a lot of fun and i know uh danny and paco i'm sure you know danny adams him and uh, he's tag team with paco they they got to wrestle the kingdom back you know back a couple few years ago so that was really good for them and he's just uh just learning stuff not even even when we didn't get to you know like perform on the shows just being around guys in that stature because back then, like there, I mean, not to say Ring of Honor is not stacked now, but back then, you know, uh, the Ring of Honor locker room was a who's who of professional wrestling these days. So right, right. it was it was just good to be able to you know pick their minds and watch them perform at you know the high level they performed at every night, and it was just a very very good experience for us to get back then that early on in our career. For sure, for sure, that's awesome. Now we were talking about this a little bit before we before the interview started, uh, and I kind of hinted at it at the beginning of this, that I mentioned the big man on campus. So I was doing a little bit of research and discovered that at one point we had a man in the NWL St. Louis area uh, known as Todd Letterman. I'd love to hear a little bit more about what that experience was like. Uh, that, that was different. <laughs> um, 
I was on a show in Kansas City uh, July of 2016 when a man named Major Bayston introduced himself to me and talking about his love for wrestling. And, you know, I just, I honestly, I mean, uh, I just got introduced to him by the promoter. Uh, Chris Goff is the promoter of Metro Pro Wrestling. So, you know, we were just chit-chatting a bit. I really, I didn't think the conversation was going to turn into what it did, but Major Basin was the, you know, which would turn out to be the owner of the NWL. And he was offering me a full-time contract with health benefits and a place to stay in Kansas City with this top-notch, you know, training facility uh, just it blew me away it really did um it was it was different it was it was a different experience i mean uh, i thought about it for months because i know the company didn't fire up until january 2017 so i had i had a bit to think about it right i ended up i, I ended up signing the full-time contract with him in october of 2016 with uh with being able to finish up my dates through december until you know we kickstart the nwl in january so i mean it was good i'm glad i took a chance on it um I, I originally signed a two-year contract, which if I would have stayed, I ended. I asked for my release, I think, in April or May, and ended up getting released June 5th. Okay. Uh, which, if I would have stayed, I wouldn't have got my my two my full two years anyway, because apparently he abruptly shut it down out of nowhere yeah. one day yeah. a, few, a few months ago. Yeah. So um, I, I'm I'm glad in a way that I got to experience it to at least try it. Um, I personally wasn't happy with it. I mean, um, I'm very rooted in St. Louis. I like. Um, I love the community I come from. I love my family. I love my friends. I love traveling. I love wrestling. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. I did. I didn't like. I didn't like the fact that I uprooted my life to wrestle less than I was wrestling before. Like, right. was was the money was cool. The money, you know, the money was. And the, that wasn't the important thing to me. Like everybody said, I was dumb walking away from guaranteed money. But in my mind, I'm used to wrestling. You know, three to five days a week, and you know. Um, got switched to wrestling, you know, maybe once every once a week if I was a little lucky, you know, once right. every two weeks for sure. But and you know, I wasn't even like, and I, I understand when you're building TV, you know, you got to build, you know, characters and storylines and stuff. But mm-hmm. I wasn't even getting to go out like creatively. I wasn't getting to go out there and do you what I creatively wanted. So I was kind of held back by that. Um, I didn't really like the Todd Letterman thing. That was kind of just thing that was they 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 kind of threw at me and. I kind of really didn't bark at it because I was like, well, you know, they're paying me this much and they're doing this for me and they're doing that for me, so right, I'll, right. Just, I'll do what they want me to do. Yeah. But, you know, and I, and I made the best of it. Um, I'm not upset with it. I'm, I'm happy I did it, you know. Um, I got, I, If anything, I got a couple inside jokes with the boys for the, you know, the time being, <laughs> uh, for the for the time this time, Letterman. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm happy I tried it, you know. I mean, I would I would have kept asking myself what if I didn't, but I'm for also sure. glad that I got I'm also glad I got one out when I did and, I got to, you know, kickstart my career as Kevin Lee Davidson again, you know, really, really take off from there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always good to get to do what you love. And I understand what you're saying about like, you know, sometimes it's just not about the money. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like you said, I'm, I'm glad you guys got to, to do something like that. And, you know, for what it was, I think it was a, a cool thing to happen. Uh, so yeah, kind of, yeah. So kind of moving away from that and kind of, Gonna switch gears just a little bit, because um, over in Glory Pro, if and you can correct me if I'm wrong, from what I understand, you're a part of a group called Hashtag No New Friends. Now, I'm not mm-hmm. super familiar with all of this, so could you, for me and those that aren't familiar, can you explain kind of what's going on with that? Yeah, I, um, as I said earlier, I got released from NWO in uh, June of 26 or 2017, and I debuted for Glory Pro. Um, July of 2017, and on that show we were in an angle where 
Dan, Dan, Dan was kind of wrapping up a story with Papa at that time. That was kind of like one of the, not the big blow off, but you know, the blow off before the blow off. Um, yeah, we were, we were in the angle where, uh, me and Dan kind of kickstarted the no new friends thing there. And, uh, it was one of those things where we were just kind of testing it out and see, you know, see what we can make happen. I'm not used to tag team wrestling. I've never been a tag team wrestler. I've never been, you know, and part of any group or anything like that. So it was all new territory for me. And I'm honestly, it's one of the most fun things I've done with my career this far to date. Um, I think we're both at, at different levels and either of us could have imagined that we could brought it to. And, you know, we, we introduced Mike Outlaws as a, as an old friend back in May at the glory pro event, um, over in Collinsville, Illinois. And it's, it's just taken off since then, man. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a blast, man. It's been one of the most fun parts of my career this far for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. I've been seeing some really good stuff. Also, uh, one of the things that intrigued me about the No New Friends stuff was uh, I saw the, the graphics for the upcoming shows in Glory Pro, and I'm sure there's already been a bit of buzz about the uh, No New Friends versus NWO match that's happening. Oh, yeah. That, 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 that looks like it's going to be a lot of fun for sure. Well, I'm very excited about that. That actually started, I think... Uh... It was an idea back in, I want to say it was like December. We were on the road to, uh, we had a show in Dallas, and I want to say it was like 4 or 5 in the morning. We're all half asleep. Mike Outlaw was driving him in the car. It was me, Danny, and I forget who else was in there with us. But we were just kind of chatting with our eyes closed, and I was like, hey, you know, be cool. I told Dan, I'm like, man, we need to introduce Outlaw as an old friend and then wrestle the NWO. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we could probably do that. And then, like, we all kind of slept <laughs> on. We woke up, and it just <laughs> it blossomed from that, you know. Six months later, we get to announce that, you know, we actually were getting to wrestle, you know, Sean Waltman, Buff Bagwell, and Scott Norton. It's just, it's surreal. It's one of the, another one of those things that, you know, just check off, like, wow, this is a really cool moment to have, you know. Even if nothing ever happens with pro wrestling, you'll still always have something like that, you know. Yeah, for sure. You know, sometimes it, you know, with all the great matches that happen, sometimes it just comes down to the moments. And Absolutely. <laughs> that's awesome. So, Speaking of, so on the topic of Glory Pro, another thing that's been happening this year, and this was something I was talking to Danny a little bit before, uh, but the one of the big things coming up is the brand Resurgence, which from what I understand he told me is meant to showcase new talent from across the country. So what has that been like for you working with the Resurgence, and what does that what would you say that means for Glory Pro moving forward? Oh, well, Resurgence was actually a company that I ran before um, I, you know, I got my role during Glory Pro and before I left for the NWL. So to uh, be able to kind of rehash that this year with, with Glory Pro to kind of, you know, get some of the guys in rotation that we, you know, we want to use per se, but, you know, there's just, there's only so many spots you can, you know, have on, you know, one of the big Glory Pro shows. So it's been great to, you know, rotate those guys in and give them a platform that, you know, get some more eyes on them and get them some footage they can use for their highlight reel and, you know, just introduce some new faces to the STL scene. So it's been fantastic, man. I've been, I've been loving it. Um, love working with newer guys. And uh, Irie actually hit me up trying, you know, trying to get uh, on an August date. And I was like, well, the only thing I have is our surgeons, but you know, I'd love to have you in if possible. So we made it work out. And I think that'll be a, a really good, uh, one of those things where the students can watch and, you know, learn something from, especially from a guy like, you know, Shiggy Hero. So, overall, I'm I'm very happy with how the product's been going this year, and I'm really excited for the show on Sunday. For sure. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned. I'm glad you mentioned that. That was going to be my next question because I'm pretty excited about. It. I mean, that's that's why the 
Occupy Pro Wrestling brand is is sponsoring it. <laughs> uh, I just, so on that topic, what's what's your mindset going into that match, and what do you think we can expect this Sunday? Um, uh, you can expect a hard hitting slugfest. I know that. Um, <laughs> my mind, my mind, I don't really know what to expect. Like you know, my mindset is kind of like expect the unexpected type thing. You know, I've never really, I haven't wrestled. You know. A Japanese performer yet, so this will be my first time, you know, working with somebody from DDT or, you know, anybody from Japan for that matter. So I'm excited to, you know, kind of broaden my horizons, you know, uh, you know, kind of adopt his style and his his way of wrestling, and you know, just um, I mean, I'm excited to see how it goes. I'm looking forward to it. For sure, that's cool. That's that's really awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like I said, I'm really excited about that. It's you know, seeing stuff like that. I've been seeing different companies around the country kind of doing their own thing where they're bringing up more of the local and newer talent. So that's really awesome that you guys have that going on with the resurgence. I'm going to kind of wrap this up with the last question that I have. Uh, What would you say is your favorite thing about pro wrestling? My favorite thing about pro wrestling is the ability to, the ability to evoke emotion from, uh, from any given human being. I think that's the coolest thing about it. I love that. Pro wrestling tells a story with emotions and you know move sets and just it, everything. It's just in the most beautiful art form on the face of the earth. And I just I love the ability to be able to you know evoke that kind of emotion from you know to the fans and you know performers alike. So I just it, it's it's beautiful and it's the best thing on best best form of entertainment that we have to offer. Awesome, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, chatting with me, Kevin. Really appreciate it. Uh, where can people no find problem, you? Man. Thank you for being. Yeah, no, no problem. Where, where can people find you on the internet and social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at KLD underscore 1118. And on Facebook at Kevin Lee Davidson, then in quotations, KLD. Awesome. Thanks again, Kevin. Really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for being patient with me. I appreciate you. Hmm. Thanks again to KLD for chatting with me. Be sure to catch him in action this Sunday at Resurgence in Swansea. That'll do it for this episode of Occupy Pro Wrestling. It's been a long time coming, but I'm so glad to be back. Uh, Be sure to check out OccupyProWrestling.com for all the latest info and content on the way. Be sure to like and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast and to our YouTube channel. Big thanks to the Mystery Men for the song Keep My Heat On for the intro and outro of this show. Be sure to find the Mystery Men on Twitter and check out their band campsite. Until next time, this is Alex Smiley saying thanks and I'll see you later.